Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jeffrey Bruno, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, it, it's an honor to be able to speak with you two gentlemen. So thanks for yeah. having me. Oh, the honor is ours. Yeah. Um, so for the folks at home that have never heard of uh, Jeffrey Bruno, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where are you originally from, were you raised Catholic? Um, are you a photographer by trade? Those kind of things? Sure, sure. Well, I, I, I mean, this is actually something that's one of those, okay, I'll just, just one thing in particular, we talk about raised Catholic. So a lot of people right. think that I'm a convert to the Catholic faith. I, I'm not okay. technically a convert, I'm more of a revert. I'm a person revert. who was raised Catholic, lost their faith, came back to the faith, you know, so that's just, so we'll clarify that right there. Got it. Um, I was raised Catholic. Uh, let's see, what were the other things you asked? Um, uh, Where are you originally from? I'm from New York. Uh, from I was born in uh, Piermont, New York, which is just about 14 miles north of Manhattan. Um, okay. Bronx, I don't know, wherever you're, something, some, somewhere in there. So uh, it says New York on my passport. Very proud of that. <laughs> so, nice. I mean, even though I shouldn't be based. Okay, never mind. I won't get into it. <laughs> but, uh, but, but that being said, it's like uh, I, I okay. So photographer by trade. I'm, I'm a, I say I'm a photographer by vocation, and what I mean by that is is that photography was not the goal when I started out. It was me. It was when I did revert, convert, whatever it was. Whenever when I came back, when I had found when I found Christ, when Christ, you know, when I found Christ, when Christ found me, however we want to put it. Uh, when that relationship started, began in a real meaningful, substantial way, I wanted to evangelize. And web development, writing, and photography were three things that I had not really done too much of previously, but then I moved into that because those mm -hmm. were, there were tools that were readily available that I thought would be, could be highly effective. One thing led to another, though, and photography kind of took over all of it and a little bit of writing to kind of fill in the blanks with it. And um, here I am. I do, you know, I, I evangelize through imagery. I think that's probably what I do the most at this point in time on, on the road that I'm on. So the path. Nice. Yeah. If you haven't checked it out, uh, we we discovered Jeffrey through Instagram mm -hmm. um, and you you're all over the city uh, taking snaps of like the Catholic scene. Um, which um, I think it's such a great thing. You're very involved with um, with the pro-life movement and and the CFRs and the the Sisters of uh, I forgot their name. Oh, Sisters of Life, you know, uh, Sisters Francis of Life, Sisters of the Renewal. There's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so um, can you talk about? You said you you came back to the to the church in 2004. Um, I mean, you didn't say that. I, I read that somewhere. Uh, but uh, what happened in 2004 that put you on the path that you are right now? Well, I, I mean, what got me to the okay, what got me to the point of <clears throat> wanting to know if Christ was real. I mean, this was this was uh, I've spoken about it previously in different places, but mm -hmm. um, ultimately, what it was was that my wife had wanted to send our kids. We we. Okay, I actually have to backtrack this a little bit. Um, I, I was in a particular career, and uh, I was in the music industry, and it was, I, had a, I had a good career. And I found myself, this is one of the, it's one of the tragedies in a certain sense of life, or actually maybe, maybe it's not a tragedy. Um, when we desire something that's worldly, like when we live for something like, you know, whatever it might be, some particular type of career or a particular car or whatever it might be, um, 
ultimately, if that becomes our center, or if that becomes our our goal in life, or quote unquote little G God, mm -hmm. um, we'll find that it will be disappointing. It won't deliver on the promise, promise. that the world makes mm -hmm. to us. And I found that out the hard way because I had invested every aspect of my like all my breath and everything into you know, that career. And then when I achieved some levels of success, I was like, wait a minute, you know, this is not, and not only wasn't it um, fulfilling, but it was also destructive. Um, that particular industry, like a lot of different aspects of the entertainment industry, mm -hmm. a lot of really bad stuff, you know, it's like, and it's stuff that can ruin your life and ruin your marriage and ruin everything. Yeah. And, you know, so I found myself in this environment, which was terribly toxic and whatnot. And I, I, I didn't know what to do. So I left the industry and I actually flat out left because I realized that um, my wife and our marriage was not going to make it, you know, if we were, if I was going to stay, you know, in the business, I had to get out all together. And then I went on this period of time as of probably about, I'm going to say maybe, maybe five years or something kind of seeking, you know, what, you know, some type of meaning in life. I tried different things. I found different types of work. Some of it was industry related. Some of it wasn't. And we did a bunch of different things along the way, which are kind of crazy. And uh, at the end of the day, what happened is I, 2004 comes along and we had purchased a house uh, down by the Jersey shore. It was after, you know, a few years after September 11th. And I, was still in this this kind of place of like restless and 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 um unfulfilled and all this and the question of uh schooling for our children came up my wife wanted to send the kids to a catholic school and it was like fourteen thousand dollars a year and i'm like i'm going to do this you know because uh and then that actually was it was a grace you know it really was a grace mm -hmm. that because he knew he could go one way or the other right it's like you know yeah God grants you graces, whether you believe in him or not. You know, it's like he can shepherd yeah. you and steward you, whether you believe in him or not. He can do, he's, nothing's beyond him. And I think that at that point in time, we were right next to, just at the street from a church, a couple of blocks away. And uh, somebody, and this, this just is of note, okay? This, I want to say this because somebody had pointed this out to me when I explained this little conversion, not little conversion, my conversion. Um, <laughs> it began with somebody saying, go to mass. That simple. But I followed the advice. So the thing is, sometimes we think to ourselves, we encounter somebody might be in a place and we, you know, we say like, well, you should pray for that or you should go to mass. Right. And we might think yeah. to ourselves, oh, that's just so trivial. And so do it's it. It's a anyway. platitude or something like that. Yeah. Because you never know the impact it's going to have. Yeah. <laughs> because the impact on my life was, you know, obviously a completely radical change. I started uh, going to this church and I would pray. Um, I would, uh, and basically what the prayer was is that I, I, I did understand from my upbringing, you know, in Catholicism, it's like, you know, that the commandments are in order and love of God was the first. And I did not, um, love God because mm -hmm. I didn't think he existed, but I didn't love him anyway. Like, even if he did exist, it's like, it was just this big, so I, I went there and I would, you know, utter the words, I would go to, go to mass and I would kneel down and I would say, you know, God, I don't know if you're there. Um, I, you know, I don't love you. Um, but I'd like to know if you were there and if you are there and ultimately what it ended up happening was, um, I encountered him, you know, it's like, he, 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 I, I can't, it's, it's impossible to describe. Um, right. I, I, it was, it's more than fulfillment, more than peace, more than joy. It was just this complete, oh, I don't even know. It's breathtaking. <laughs> and it was, uh, uh, and it changed everything because the, I think, it, you know, if you think about St. Paul, when he got thrown off the horse, you know, or uh -huh. you, or you think about these types of encounters where 
it totally turns your life upside down. The knowledge of God's, if of Christ's presence is rea the reality of God. And then you, when you have that, once you've encountered that, then it kind of reorders everything because mm -hmm. you realize that that's the only thing that matters. You cannot um, you live, know, you cannot go back to how you yeah. were living before. You definitely you need to can't change. go back to where you were, but it's kind of like it almost, it sets you on a path. And then you, it's an, and it's a new path. It's and it's a, it's a path that you've, you didn't expect, didn't plan for, don't know what lies ahead. And you just start going and then, you know, he leads. And then, yeah. I mean, and that just is a continual discernment. Okay. That's yeah. not like, you know, okay, so this is what you want me to do? Good, I'm going. Because, I mean, yeah, that's nice. You know, <laughs> I don't know anybody who's ever had that. It's so it's a daily discernment, even an hourly discernment. You know, like, a, you know, like, Lord, if you want me to do this, this is what I'll do. Um, you know, just keep, you know, lead me and guide me. Lead me and guide me. Lead me and guide me. And then you yeah. just, just go with it, you know, and just try to stay in. The, the, the big thing is staying in the state of grace, you know. And then, you know, I mean, the sacraments are so crucial, you know, for, yeah. um, you know, for this. Like, you know, the communion you know, i mean it's like the blessed sacrament i mean this is it's you know it's all the basics right mm -hmm. and and if, and if you already if you get it if you have faith and if you are a catholic it's all available to us that's like mm -hmm. all this grace is waiting for us every day we live in a country where we can go to mass every day yeah yeah absolutely we totally it's, we're so so grace so anyway i mean i, I that's i don't know where we were going with that but no that, that's that's, the, no, that's perfect um yeah I think I think that's where uh, coming back to where you're saying God, I don't know what you want me to do. I think that's where Moses had it good, and I'm gonna say good in air quotes because he literally got told what to do. Right? Yeah, Every yeah. step of the way is like, okay, yeah, dude, yeah. here's what you're gonna do next. You're gonna go to Pharaoh. Yeah. Now it's like we're 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 kind of like not left to our own devices because, like you said, those graces and the sacraments show us the path. You know, they light the way. We just need to be. I, I guess they didn't have cell phones back then, and that might have helped a lot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it does yeah, give you that clarity too. There, there's that, that's the thing about prayerful discernment, I think. Um, and I can only speak for myself, but I think that when you're prayerfully discerning in perpetuity, like always, mm -hmm. and you you really because the thing is, when you're asking God, you're like, God, show me where to go. He's going to tell you. But the mm -hmm. thing is, is that you have to be attentive to hear his voice. Now, this is the big one, right? It's like, okay, so it's like, all right, Jeff, go there. Okay, Gustavo, go there. Yeah, no, no, I don't mean that. <laughs> you get signals and signs and affirmations yeah. along the way that, you know, they come from the strangest of places sometimes. Um, like when I get, like, sometimes I'll be like, well, you know, this doesn't, some, I'm, I'm having some challenge with this particular thing or it just doesn't feel right or anything. And then you get an email from somebody saying, you know, Thank you for the thing that you did that you posted the other day. It's like, I'm not going to have an abortion. You know, it's like, I mean, and, and you're like, well, maybe I should keep doing this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. right. you know and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that type of, so you get the, so, it, you know, the, his, his, I don't know how you put it. His guidance, you know, comes through many different vessels in different, different forms, but you have to be attentive to it. And the beginning of that attentiveness is the perpetual asking, you know, for the yeah. guidance. So. Yeah. At least that's, you know, my own experience with it. I also think that I was joking about the phone, but in, in a certain sense, it's like readjusting your frequency of what you are consuming, you know, oh, yeah. because when you are enveloped in the faith, I think you become more attuned, your senses, your soul, your disposition, all of it is just opened up. But when we're like 
constantly bombarded by the worldly, it makes mm -hmm. it very hard to discern and to hear the voice of God. You know, here's yeah. like yeah. coming back to your comment about the sacraments being super important, you know, going to adoration, super mm -hmm. important to kind of like put things into perspective and balance things out. It's hard not to be of the world, you know, and, and especially in today's uh, uh, civilization. But th that's what we are equipped to do mm -hmm. because there are saints in heaven that did it, yep. you know. So I think it's very really important to just, like you said, keep it constant, you know, not, and we're going to drop the ball. We're human. That's where confession comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's the beauty of it that he knows yeah. that we're going to mess up. And uh, we have yeah. a merciful father. Just he brushes us uh, up and uh, makes us clean again. And like, off you go. On. Off you Do go. not sin again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I completely agree. Completely agree. There's a lot of things that you mentioned that I have follow ups on that I that I want to uh, talk about. The first one would be you mentioned web development and um, uh, and I think I, I heard on one of the interviews that you that you had before that um, like in, in that time when you were like trying to find Catholic content on the web. I mean, I remember 2004, the Internet was pretty rough. It you know, with rough. HTML and, and uh, you know, CSS, HTML5 was not a thing probably then. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it was probably all Flash uh, websites and whatnot. Oh, but, yeah, uh, very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the Catholic presence on the Catholic presence on the web, um, it was not that much. So um, can you talk about, like, what kind of websites did you start in that period of time? Yeah, the, what, the first website that I built, um, and it was it was a, and I you know I wish it were still out there. They might be in some archive, something or whatever. It was there was a youth. My wife was a youth minister, and uh, you know volunteer, and I and one of the things was is you know and you know the youth, you know the kids, you know you gotta. And I I had kids myself. You know we we had a let's see in two thousand four. I actually I have no idea how old my kids were. Um, Right now they're 28 and 24 respectively so whatever it was but they were they were like in there you know it's probably between eight and 12 or something like that but it was a very big concern you know and i met with mm -hmm. other parents and of course at that time especially when you first come the first conversion like there's a there's a honeymoon period or like yeah. a glow that's because yeah. you just like you know it's a first encounter kind of so you're on fire you know and you're going around like you know trying to talk to everybody and they're trying to convince everybody that anyway That being said, so um, I built the youth ministry website. Website, it was called Saint Mary's Youth Online. That's with .com. And again, it's I, I, I searched for it a few times, couldn't find it. Now, I know that you know it's well. There's probably anyway. I have some screenshots of it and everything. But it was interesting because I took you know where I came from, you know, which was the music industry, and I was like, oh, I'm going to drag the two things together. So. Uh, I knew that Rudy Sarzo, who's the bass player for Ozzy and for Quiet Riot and a bunch of other bands, I knew he was Catholic. And I knew he's pretty, pretty devout Catholic. And I was like, I'm going to get in touch with him and I'm going to interview him. This is 2004. So we interviewed him and put him on. Dave Ellison, who's the bass player for Megadeth, that just had a bunch of problems now. Devout Christian guy, you know, recovered mm -hmm. alcoholic, a lot of stuff like that. So I had, so that's what I was, I was bringing in all the elements from the old days, you know, like trying to pull all the other people I knew were Catholic that were cool. Yeah. And I was I'll put these people in front of, uh, you know, in front of these youth, this young audience. And maybe, uh, you know, but the problem was, well, I mean, you know, 
anyway, that that was that was the nature of it, you know. And I, it was a dark themed site, and it was you know that was the first one that I had, um, and it was it was kind of you know something that was different. There was a lot of different things about it in the sense that um, it was a monthly. Uh, it was basically like a, like a like a newsletter in a sense. Like it would come out monthly, and it would be like all fresh content, fresh articles, fresh interviews, and stuff. You know, it wasn't a static website, you know, per se. Got like it. The majority were. And then um, does it have like a bunch of like rock people on there? Of what? Like musicians and. There were. I mean, yeah, at the time, you know, it's like, I mean, it, it's, I mean, it, again, it changed monthly, you know, so it's like different yeah. artists, different things, different. I think I found it. Really? No, you did not. <laughs> really? The Internet yeah. Archive? It's yeah. an old, it has a yeah, old Wayback website. Machine has it. So Wayback Machine, good for them. There you go. <laughs> So don't be too don't be too harsh on it. It was a long time ago, yeah. right? Oh, we won't judge you by the standards of now. Uh, <laughs> I was trying, you know. Where was that? I'm a software engineer, so I I've never oh, done wow. web development, but uh, I'm 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 fascinated by those kind of things because you know, like when I first started learning about computers and the internet and whatnot, you know, I had like my Angel Fire web page that had all the gifs sure. <laughs> in in them and. It's 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 wild how much it has evolved to the point where you know the, with the introduction of social media, I think that's where it, it just like took off, right? Everybody has their own little space that they can carve for themselves, and um, I don't know. I I I think that right now there's kind of like a divide whether uh, people should be sharing uh catholic content on the internet or or not um i don't know why i think that you know like the uh, uh the place where the people are that's where you need to go and 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 share the good news i that's mm -hmm. my experience i mean that's why we're doing a podcast right this is just yeah. putting it on well, the no, internet I, I, it's i mean well i mean it's it's let's put it this way we don't even need to overthink it too much it's like people are on their phones all the time. We complain about it all the time, right? Yeah. So we should be on their phones and getting that's if, if you want to get them, you got to get in there. You got to go through where they are. I mean, it's like, you know, it's pretty, pretty straightforward, you know? And if, yeah. And, you know, and the thing is, is that in, in, it's, it's like an evangelization. And again, I'm using that as a, as an umbrella term. Okay. Yes. Right. But mm -hmm. it's at a lot of levels. You know, there are people that are, you know, devout that, you know, need sustenance. There are people that are, you know, seeking that need, you know, need, need guidance. There are people at every level of their spiritual journey and just as many people as there you know, or groups that there are for that, there's people like you and me and others that are out there that we're all kind of, and we all have a contribution we could put into that, you know, and maybe a particular group of people that we could serve, you know, with, mm -hmm. you know, you just have to do it. You know, it's, it's like one of those things where, uh, and I was corrected the other day, it was actually a quote from St. Augustine and it was, uh, a Dominican friar had told me, I, I said, did you ever hear that quote from Aquinas? It's like, it's like, love God and then do whatever you want. He's like, actually it was St. Augustine and it was love God and then, uh, and then, um, and then do what you will. That's what it was. Mm -hmm. But the point of it is, is that if you really love God, I mean, and I'm not, you know, I'm not like on some superficial, but I mean, you love God, you want to serve him. You want to, you want to do his will. You want to do that. That's going to orient everything you do in your life. It's like, so the thing is, is that, you think that it's a good idea maybe to, you know, go out and evangelize on the web, making funny videos for TikTok or maybe doing something else, you know, I don't know, pick, taking pictures, you know, going out there and whatever it might be. 
Yeah. As long as you really do, really are oriented in faith on Christ, try, try. I mean, you know, it's like, what's the, what's the harm? It's like, I mean, don't scan, don't do anything scan. But the thing is, you're not going to do something scandalous because you're, right. you know, you're, you're, you're guided up. by. And it's like, I think, I mean, it's okay. Well, I think we're circular talk. It's like, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I completely concur. I think the internet's an excellent place to evangelize. It is. Um, well, the, and, and, and the part that I think Gustavo and I love about your work is it's, it's not something that is like, sometimes you see, like, you see pictures of like um, basilicas in Europe. There's this beauty about it that is very captivating and it draws you to like this contemplation and awe for all of the things that humanity has done for building these beautiful cathedrals that, that, that house the, the blessed sacrament and where mass is said. But there's something about your work that is very real, but sometimes it feels very raw mm -hmm. that is just equally captivating and maybe even more powerful because of how real it is. I think one of the, the things that I have experienced with your photography is, especially when you take pictures about uh, people that are counter-protesting pro-lifers in, in New York City, or um, I don't know if it was your picture, but this picture of the um, uh, this Franciscan friar that is handcuffed and being dragged by by the police um that those images i'm like that is happening in the united states right now mm -hmm. um and those are things that you're gonna are not going to see in mainstream media and we have you with your cameras on the ground capturing those things and then showing everybody else like hey this is happening We're trying to fight this evil here, and you can see who is on one side. You can see who's on the other side, and and the ones that are praying and fighting to end abortion are being harassed by this angry mob, basically. Yeah, yeah. it's so insane. I mean, mm -hmm. I love New York City to visit, but I, <laughs> I don't know if I would want to to live in that place. But it's I I think it's a such a yeah it takes a certain person to be thank you York. gustavo we're taking yeah that's that's what it is uh and i concur with walter i mean the, the photography and, and you have such a nice balance because you do have not not to say that what's happening on the streets isn't beautiful sometimes it isn't you know sometimes it's just it's grimy and it's really raw and 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 you see the best in people and you see the worst in people in some of your photos um But then you have that balance of like you're showing the sisters inside of their basilica, you know, in, in a, on a very special day where they're welcoming other sisters into the order. You're capturing that, you know, you're capturing the Blessed Sacrament. There's a photo of the Blessed Sacrament that you have that is just like it takes your breath away when you see it. And and I think that is a great contribution, you know, that 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 you're able to express with your God-given talents, you know, to bring that beauty and to bring that realness because otherwise maybe people wouldn't have it, you know? So what, what was it like? Let me ask you this. What was it like when Roe v. Wade was overturned? What, what was your plan? Did you just like, okay, I'm going to go out 
were there already like marches organized that you knew about or was it just like let's go well i uh i suspected things were going to get messy you know because just based on you know when that leak had come out initially you know yeah. things had gotten a little bit dramatic in the city um i mean it, it's 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 one of those things where the intent the intent is always to present the beauty and the mission of the church mm -hmm. that's the intent I don't want to, you know, get, you know, the protesters and trap them in what they're doing or whatever it is. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's nothing to do with that. As a matter of fact, I intentionally, the only time protesters will end up in a shop is if it really provides some kind of strong context for mm -hmm. what's happening on the Catholic side. Um, Lord knows I have enough pictures of them, but they're never going <laughs> to see the light of day. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because, again, it's not, it's not about them. It's about the practice of the faith. Exactly. Mm. Um, I would say, well, just a couple of quick thoughts. One thing going back to Walter, the, the, you know, when you talk about, you know, New York as, you know, maybe not want to live there. Kind of thing. And I, I respect that, you know, and the thing is, it's like, you know, in a lot of, okay. Um, what's often missed is the strength, or I should say the vibrancy of the Catholic church in New York. Hmm. Uh, and that's, that's definitely something that I, I wish to show because I think that, it's very easy. Forget about New York. You know, you could live anywhere in the country and it's very easy to lose hope, you know, to lose hope in, you know, to say, oh, less people are going to church or this is happening or this is happening. How do I put this? If I didn't show up at these things that were happening in the city, nobody would know they were happening. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking credit for that. That's not what yeah. I mean. But the, the point of it is, is that chances are they would go under the radar. You know, they wouldn't right. be in Main Street media. And what would the impression of the church be? Church is doing nothing. There's nothing right. going on in the church. The church is dying. The church is this. But yet we have two religious orders that were founded in the past 30 years. The Franciscan Friars of the Renewal and the Sisters of Life. And they're vibrant Catholic community. Where else are new orders being created, founded, and growing? And the thing is, you think it's New York. It's like, yeah, it's got the best. It's got the best of humanity and the worst of humanity because mm -hmm. it's New York. It's like New York is. It's it's everything. It's everybody from. That's the, its greatest strength is I think its diversity. And what yeah. I mean by that is that it has representation from every nationality in the world. Yeah. You know, and in communities and in individuals, which is such an amazing amalgam of cultures and things like that that mix okay so the bottom line is or what i'm trying i guess my long-winded kind of way of trying to get to is that in spite of how things look the church is alive and the church is is growing it's vibrant it's there numbers they mean something they're not going to dispute that you know when less people go to church that's a bad thing but the thing is is that just like when Abortion became legalized and Cardinal O'Connor wanted to find, you know, found the order of the, the Sisters of Life. That was something that came from it. In other words, sometimes something apparently bad or something we perceive as bad happens within the church. We don't see what God's plan for that is. It's like, mm -hmm. and I think that we have to be, we always have to hope in his plan and we always have to trust in his plan. So I think fretless, pray more be hopeful you know i think that that's yeah. a, probably a good attitude and we're gonna make a t-shirt of that <laughs> well, fretless pray more be hopeful 
Yeah, well, I mean, but I'm just saying, it's like, it's one of those things where, I mean, maybe it was me who needed the convincing, you know, and you know, maybe God led me in these, into these places to see these things. Because, you know, I, I know what people think of the Catholic Church in New York is, but I also know what the Catholic Church in New York is. Exactly. And I'm very hopeful. I mean, it's like, yeah. it is And it shows. It, and it shows it, in your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just presenting what's happening. So it's, no, it's totally. And, yeah. and 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 I don't think it was our intention to say that New York is a bad place. No, and I, I, I every know, place. I yeah, you know. no. So I feel like I'm. I, I, it was I, I, like I, I, yeah. yeah as a New place, Yorker, I got into a big pickle. No, right there. but I, no, yeah. but I would agree. It's like when you see yeah. these protests. These protests are tough, man. It's like that's seriously. That, that's, but they were breaking right. into the Capitol here in Phoenix too. So you know. So okay. I mean, there's yeah, there's, there's just like. Uh, it's it's not so New York doesn't take take the lead in anything. Right, right, you know, right. They don't have the exclusive rights. On you, you don't have the exclusive <laughs> rights of like, and 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 I, I agree what you said. You know, it's about shining a light in places that are dark, and I think that's exactly what you're doing from my perspective. Because when I see your photos, I feel different about New York. Okay. Like like you said, you see that hope. You see the devotion, you see the dedication, you see the persistency. You know, when somebody's holding a a, a board on a Franciscan's face yeah, and he's yeah. praying the rosary, that motivates you. Well, yeah. That motivates you because you know that he's praying for that person right there. Yeah. You know, and, and that is the power of the imagery that you that you present, you know, and it's a very journalistic style. I don't know if I'm like like cornholing you into a, a, a particular yeah. style and I don't mean to but it's a very journalistic style because it feels like you're there you know and it feels I, I just can't are you doing a documentary or something because you have a great eye you know I mean that that's no well, two hey, ways about gave it me everything I got so I can't take credit. there's no two ways about it and I think there's a a a big mission you know to, to one that much is given, much is expected. So no pressure. <laughs> yeah, no pressure. So, that was actually something Mother Angelica said that I thought was kind of like a crazy thing that she had said that her greatest fear in life, well, actually there were two, I think. No, no her greatest fear in life was dying. And then God taking her over the world to say, Mother, see how much good you could have done but didn't oh. do and i was like you know and i was like yeah that, that's a, that's a legitimate fear you know like that yeah kind of thing. yeah and um what did you yeah do? what like, did I you mean, do with what i gave you yeah mm-hmm. well that's it right you know and i think that it's like but but we can, we have help we can pray for the grace you know to for whatever the thing is we struggle if we're lazy if we're afraid if we you know, lack the inspiration, we can pray for that grace. I mean, and that's, that's a priest that said that once that, and it stuck with me. It was like, whatever the thing you struggle is, pray for the grace to overcome it, you know, or whatever it might be. And there you go. It's pretty simple. You know, God does deliver on these things, but you just have to trust him and you just have to be persistent. So it's, um, yeah. Um, on, on, uh, the life side news documentary that, uh, we'll put a link to it. It's pretty good. Um, you said that if you're not communicating, you're becoming irrelevant. Um, yeah. and, and what would you say, like three basic things that, uh, anyone could do better to be a better communicator, especially when it comes to the faith? Well, there's different levels to that. And I would say that, okay. Okay. So 
I'll start with what I'm familiar with. And what I'd be more familiar with would be um, people that feel called, like as a vocation, to evangelize. Mm-hmm. And I think that in that case, it's really, you know, the first thing is, is that you have to t- kind of assess yourself and say, well, what, what, what are you good at? Are you a good speaker? Are you a good writer? Are you a good photographer, videographer, whatever it is? Whatever the thing is that you're good at, well, that's the, one of the talents that God gave you or the talent. And perhaps that's the thing you should employ, um, you know, for, you know, as the thing. So you need to know what medium you're going to work with. Then. Like, I mean, in, I'm talking about social media here. Okay, so it's yes, like I'm kind of like, and, and also I, and, uh, social media and media in general. Know what you're good at and do that thing. Sorry, my dog is trying to get in the office You're good. here. It's like it's, uh, <laughs> you're fine. I'm, I'm just going to let her in. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, one sure. Please hold. All right, and I owe her a lot, actually. So it's uh, she's the, she got me praying the rosary. So <laughs> she's my rosary dog. Nice. But, uh, That's beautiful. So with okay, so communication. Um, so find out what you're good at. Pick well, that and, and do that. Know what you're good. I mean, that's one of the things. Like, and th- th- really, that comes down to trying. It's like you know, if you don't know what you're good at, then try different things. You know, try mm-hmm. things until you figure it out. You know, um, and ag- again, it's like. I cannot, and I mean, it, it, maybe it sounds, you know, over, like I say it over and over and over, but I, because if I probably do, because it needs to be heard, you got to have your spiritual life, right? It's like, you got to, mm. because the thing is, is that, you know, first, it, I mean, so, so really your prayer life and your, you know, receiving the sacraments, it's like, you can't, it's like somebody said once, and it was really good. It's like, you can't pour something out of an empty cup. And I know it's just a good analogy, like in the sense that it's like, yeah, it's like you need because what we proclaim is Christ. And the thing is, is that, you know, you could talk about all the practical things like, you know, Mm -hmm. strategies and techniques and learning this skill and that and the other thing. But if you don't have that right, then and in worst case scenario, if you don't have that right and you become good at something, maybe you're saying the wrong thing out there. So you really need to get that part right first. Um, But then, I mean. And I think it was Father Dave Dwyer who had said it, uh, who was, and it was pretty, pretty good. He says that, you know, we talk about discernment and he talked about like knowing when you're in the right place, doing the right thing. And he mm-hmm. said, it was something to the effect of that. If you feel joy in what you're doing now, again, provided we get the first thing, right. You know, you're rooted in your spirituality, you're praying for it, you're discerning and everything. And you feel joy in the thing you're doing and the saddest, you know, there's a good chance you're in the right place, doing the right thing. Good chance. I mean, again, prayerfully discerned perpetually but okay but i think you're looking for more practical stuff initially <laughs> so. i i mean i think those two are very practical if okay, i'm being good. honest right, well, those so are practical. get then, your the other... spiritual life in order yeah, assess yeah. what your strengths are yeah and then uh discern from there on yeah <laughs> i mean try. and that's perpetually perpetual discernment again it's i think that's really important but on an, another practice, like in a real other, pra- again, a practical thing is, is that begin, just begin doing mm. it. Like you, you, nobody's first stuff is great. You know, it's like, I mean, you should listen to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you got to start somewhere, you know, we're 80 and, episodes in and we're still uh, yeah, trying. We're still like, oh, I guess we're good know, at it. Man, we're like okay at interviewing that, people. I'm, I'm just impressed. carry a conversation. 
but that's you know that that's the thing so it's like you because and, and it's so funny when you just start doing something because a lot a lot of times you don't know what's going to happen when you start you know we 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 all kind of think in our head we know what i'll, I'll give you a, a brief example and it's, it's something that still stuns me to this day Every time okay. I go out on an assignment or every time I go to cover an event, I think I know at this point in time, having covered multiple events, I think I know what it's going to be like. Nine times out of ten, it's nothing like what I anticipated. There's always something <laughs> different, something unique. And I'm like, and you just, if I were sitting at home making a decision based on what I thought and decided not to go, I would have been wrong. Just go. Just go and do. Yeah. Just, that's it. I mean, those are, those are yeah, that's. Get up and go. Um, speaking of your experience, uh, guys at home, you're also going to find out that Jeffrey is extremely humble when it comes to his work. He's, he hasn't talked about the, the assignments that he has covered because he has been in the canonization of Mother Teresa. Um, you've covered the apostolic visit of Pope Francis to the U.S., the papal conclave, the funeral of Mother Angelica, the visit of Pope Francis to Auschwitz. Uh, the funeral of Father Andrew Apostoli, one of my favorites. Um, Pope Benedict's the 16th Apostolic Journey to Mexico, the beatification of Blessed Michael McGivney, and so and many others that I probably didn't put in. But um, man, that is like you've been part of uh, a lot of history in the Catholic Church that you got to capture. How does that affect you on a personal level? I'm, I'm not I'm going to be completely honest with you. I really don't think about it. Um, it's it, it, it's interesting when you go off and do these things. It's like, and I, I think one of the reasons why is because now we're doing like psychotherapy here. Um, <laughs> but it, I think it's it's kind of like there's always something else happening. It's like it's from one thing to the next thing to the next thing to the next thing. Um, okay. I mean, it has been. A, I mean. Don't get me wrong. You know, it is there's some of the things you mentioned, you know, were like when, when I got the phone call, you know, like to do them, I was like, it's amazing. It's terrifying too, though. You well, know, it's yeah. like, I mean, because especially like, <laughs> um, okay, Mother Angelica's funeral. I think I can speak about it at this point in time, you know, just a couple of broad strokes. Mm -hmm. The, I was contacted like years before she passed away. And they said, would you be interested in being the pool photographer, you know, for all the wire services for AP and for everybody? You'll be the only photographer in, you know, to cover this thing. The, the conditions are that you'll have to, when we call you, when this time happens, you have to be on a plane within 24 hours. So it doesn't matter what I'm doing, where I am. And you I remember, yeah. And so I remember it was Easter Sunday and I was just leaving my father's house and uh, with my family. And all of a sudden I looked at my phone, I'm like, uh oh, <laughs> here we go. Someone from Alabama is calling you. <laughs> and being down there for that, um, I, I had been a big admirer of Mother Angelica, never met her in person. Um, I would say that that was, you know, like in terms of like a privilege or an honor, you know, like I, 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 I this very, it would be hard pressed to be able to find something that was, you know, she, she is influenced in a way, you know, she's the, the, I don't know what you call it, the cornerstone of evangelization, evangelization through media, maybe her fault yeah. machine, you know, like, yeah. it, but I mean, she was the one who built out a network, you know, like, and I mean, we're talking about a really big network between Catholic news agency and EWTN and, 
National Catholic Register. And I mean, it's all, I mean, and, and she's a person. Here is some advice. Okay, take it from her, not from me. She's, she didn't know anything about this stuff when she started. Was if, if anybody were more ill-equipped to begin in the media business, it was her. But you know what? She trusted God. She said, this is a great way to evangelize. God, uh, this is what, if you want me to do this, I'll do this. And she did it. And so the thing is that, in other words, don't worry too much about, you know, again, it's being centered on him. And and, mm -hmm. and then look, which, look what at the fruits of her life. You know, I mean, again, we can go through Mother Angel Mother Teresa, and you go down to all the other saints, look at the fruits of their yeah. life, because they trusted in him. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah, I love that she said, well, we need a big dish. Yeah. Well, we're going to get it. <laughs> and then the big dish just God'll got provide. there. <laughs> yeah, God will provide. And then they open the door and there's the big dish. All right, go go install that thing because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, there's so Beautiful. many of them. I think they were, she was like uh, marking like the, the the how big the building was going to be with like chalk or something. And then it's like, okay, now you make it happen, God. Yeah. Um, kind of crazy. It's amazing. But the, but but see, and the thing is, is I guess this day and age, you know, for a lot of people, that's hard to accept. You know, we we place so much in our own work and our own thing, and we don't. There is a balance, of course. You know, it's like there is there is the stuff we have to do. There's our part of that equation. Absolutely. But I think that, but I think that we, I do anyway, lean too far far in my own stuff. And not enough on Christ. Yeah. It's like, and I think that well, you yeah. can don't we do, all? Yeah. No, it's right. It's mm -hmm. true because we're fallen. You know, we're we're human beings. We have that proclivity to do that. You know, and it's um. But so I guess yeah, to beat a horse to death a little bit further, it's like lean in on that prayer life. <laughs> Keep it centered there. You know, that's yeah. that's the most important thing. Amen but, to that. Um, is there something that we haven't talked about that you like the folks at home to know? Huh. Well, okay. I would like to encourage anybody who might be listening to this that has any inkling of interest or desire to do this type of work, like these two guys here or myself or other people that are evangelizing, try, start, pray, discern, because there needs to be more people doing it. Um, mm -hmm. there, we, the, the, the internet is massive. It's global. It's everything. And there is not enough Catholic voices out there speaking. So I think that, you know, that would be, that'd be the first thing. I mean, it's like, if I could use any platform to say anything, that's it right there. Yeah. And, um, I, I'm optimistic. I, I heard about an initiative that's, I just was contacted this past week about it. It's a thing called Catholic social. And it's a, uh, an organization that's, uh, I think they're getting some funding or something that, uh, they have a lot of the, best practices and good people and things like that and how to educate um, or to equip social media evangelists. And I, oh, wow. I'm very intrigued to see what that's going to look like and what the, I don't know all the details. I saw a promo video and some other stuff and I was like, this is exactly because this is the time, you know, this is really, yeah. we, we, everything is here. You know, the technology is here. We're here. You know, the platforms are there. It's all, you know, and you know, what else is there? The interest, because yeah. people don't know it, but there's a God-shaped hole in everybody right now. Society Amen. is really, really needing Amen. that. And there's no better example of that than I was really amazed and grateful when, when Father Mike 
uh, Schmidt, like yeah, yeah. just did the podcast of the Bible in a year. And it went like number one yeah. on the podcast yeah. charts. I was like, people are hungry. People are yeah. hungry for faith and they just don't know it. Um, I was want to ask you about the mini documentary. If, if sure. you know, it's, it's such a good documentary. Uh, can you tell us about how that kind of like happened? Yeah, this guy Instagram messaged me and he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, I want to come up and uh, meet you and take some, you know, shoot some video." You know, like, okay, you know, but I, I think it had to do something to do with an event that was happening at okay. St. Patrick's Cathedral. And then uh, he had come it. up and we met each other, and then we, you know, and then he proposed this idea, and I was like, "I guess so." You know, it sounds like sure, why not? You know, it's like I mean, any opportunity, you know, I mean, it, it's 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 if somebody's going to be inspired, if somebody's going to, you know, if something good can come from it, then yeah, absolutely. You know, that, that's, that's, that's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Really. It wasn't nothing. Yeah. No it was so well done, you know, because it's just, it just captures. Oh, he's very good. He's very good. It just captures the essence, you know, the fact that you were in a little cafe. Yeah. You know, it's a diner, Gustavo. It's a diner. diners. I'm sorry. My mistake. <laughs> well, but. It's interesting that particular place. Uh, I've been going there since 1984. Uh, oh wow! I had, a I had a job driving a taxi. It was one of my very first jobs. I was like 18, and um, won't get into all the details of that. But at any rate, <laughs> that place was open. You know, like, and I used to go with, and that's in the West Village in New York. And at the time, it was very well. New York was in 1984. New York was was a train wreck. You know, it was just with a crime rate and everything like that. Now it's all fancy and everything. But mm -hmm. or Manhattan is anyway. But back in the day, that was the place. You know, it's like cab drivers and things like that. The place it became this place is still there. Same owners. Um, lots of fancy people go there now. But it's a uh, just a hole in the wall. Great, very, very authentic part of the fabric of New York. You know, so yeah, it looks like it. It looks yeah, like it. it, and that's why I thought it was so well done. I'm not be only because of the subject matter and the story that you're telling. You're such a great storyteller, by the way, too. Not only through photos, you're, you're a great writer, but Michael Hogan, right? That's who did the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Hogan. Yeah, that's it. He has even like how how it starts. Is that you driving the car, or is that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're driving into the city. It just looks like a fun movie that you're gonna watch. You know? That's so it's great. Very well done, <laughs> Michael. Do you hear that? <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get yeah, in touch with him. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you should. You should. Actually, he'd be a good guy to speak to. You know, because he's doing documentaries on other people as well. And it's kind of like he's building out this portfolio of, I guess, trying to, you know, show who various people are within the, you know, the Catholic, you know, faith evangelization network. So it's. I feel like we're doing like a, a East Coast, West Coast connection in the Southwest because uh, we talk to people in California. We've had you and Jackie Mulligan. Uh, oh, Jackie. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I think we have someone else on the East Coast that we are that have, we have in the pipeline. So it's really cool to connect like everyone who is in the in the Catholic world in the U.S. at least uh, right now, because um, there's a lot of artists that are doing all of these things that um, that show the beauty of of the faith, the beauty of the church, and like you said, it's very needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very, very okay good. so where can people find you in your work well um i guess i always send i refer people to instagram jeffrey bruno um it because 
on the in the bio there's a link that'll take you everywhere like all the okay. different uh, places that uh you know i have stuff. your hub yep and I, I started uh last year i i made did an experiment and i i launched a newsletter and i just kind of tried it out to see what it was like to do it and then I went into a period of hibernation earlier this year. It's actually, it's interesting that we're talking about this because uh, today is the day, actually, I have to start. <laughs> but uh, um, I decided that it was a good idea. So I stopped doing it because that makes sense, right? Uh, but what I did is I, st I stopped doing it so that I could better position myself to do it. Uh, I built an office. This is my office now that I'm in. And I just finished it. It's still not quite finished, but it's sort of finished. And... Uh, also set up my schedule so that I'd be able to cover multiple events that I can write about. And now I begin. It's like now it becomes the, I'm going to mm. start producing that on a regular basis. It's free. You know, it's like for anybody who wants to do it, if you want to pay for it, you can, but you do not have to. It is free. I hope to be able to bring a lot of subject matter about, you know, mm -hmm. the faith at street level to people. So yeah. there's that. Is, that's in a uh, stack. Yep, Substack. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. nice. It's street level, right? That's the name of yep, it. Yep, street level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and hopefully nice. that'll be that'll be some. I got so many things I'm excited to talk about. So it's like it's kind of. That's awesome. It, Your wrap up of 2021 oh, yeah, is pretty, pretty fun to read. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's, that's, but again, it's like I bumped along. I tried. You know, somebody suggested. You know, do this thing. It's a good, and I think it is. It's very valuable. You know, because, I mean, I love evangel. You know, doing evangelization work through social media. But the problem is you can't get the depth you know, like, you know, you can, I mean, it's wonderful because I mean, the platform, that's what the platform is. You know, it's a quick read. It's a quick look at, but if you want to do deeper, more long form types things with more pictures and stuff like that, you, you need a different, at this point in time, you need a yeah. different platform. Different tool. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, really looking forward to that one and um, really appreciate uh, you taking the time this morning to talk to us and, uh, We'll keep you in our prayers to for your ministry, for what you're doing, and everybody go check out Jeffrey Bruno. Yeah. Thank you so much Thank again you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to be with you guys. All right. Everybody else go to direct.me forward slash Barbatos for more information on the podcast and uh, we'll see you next week. Later. Later.